I can't tell you enough. I haven't even started yet, so but I can't tell you enough how important this marine chokehold choke is he a vigilante? Is he a good Samaritan? Is he a hero? What is this about? And what I'm seeing is nobody able to say exactly what happened. You have a lunatic with multiple arrests who is obviously mentally ill on a train, on a subway train, raising all kinds of hell, scaring everybody, scaring everybody. And here comes the ex-Marine. Now, let me stop for a second. We live in a world of Joe Rogan and UFC and Dana White and uh, MMA and Gracie and rare, rear naked old sleepers and carotid restraints. And I am telling you, stop. Let me remind you, when you see someone in the and you put on a chokehold, and the person's about to go to sleep, they tap out, and that's it. You don't leave it on for 15 minutes, allegedly, while the police come. Let me give you an analogy. Let me see if I could give you an analogy about something. Let me see if I can explain this to you, okay? Okay. It works like this. Let's assume that I am on a subway train, and I happen to have a jump rope with me because I'm on my way to getting the jump rope fixed. This is a stupid analogy, but it explains why I've got this rope in my hand. Okay? All right. Now I'm on the train and all of a sudden I see this nutcase, really dangerous, scaring people, threatening people, raising all kinds of holy hell, saying, I don't care. You can arrest me. You can do whatever you want. Okay? Now, I've got this rope. So what I do is, because I'm good at this, and I know a little bit about martial arts and ligature, and I, I've, I've seen all the Epstein documentaries, I grab this guy from behind, get him in the carotid lasso, and all of a sudden he's down, and he stops. What would normally people do? What would they do? After you've basically choked this person and he's on the ground, what would you normally do? You'd let go. You'd let go. If it was a rope, wouldn't you? You'd say, i got to let go of this guy. I know he's crazy. I know he's dangerous. I know I'm an ex-Marine. I know people are happy. I know I might be a... Sir, but but, but I've got I've to let go. Because I'm going to choke him. I'm going to kill him. Right? Isn't that what most people would do? That's what a jury's going to say. Because I'm not a betting man, and when I'm recording this, I don't know what Alvin Bragg, the DA oh my God, of New York, is going to do, but I will bet you that they charge him with something. Now, the good news is, the good news is that I do not believe there's going to be massive unrest. I hope, I hope we learn from that. This is not George Floyd. Uh, it's different. It's a civilian. It's not the police. The circumstances are different. I can't. I can't put into words exactly why they're different, but they are different. They look different. They seem different. They, the, the facts of the case are different because this was somebody actually scaring people. It's different than somebody who's being approached by the police. I don't want to go through the, you know, weighing this out. 
But I guarantee you, there are going to be people who see this completely differently. And you are going to see, I promise you, Ben Crump, Al Sharpton, the usual cadre of individuals exercising their First Amendment right to speak and to protest and to do all that sort of thing regarding this. Now, let me explain something that's going on here, which is something else which is nobody talks about. This is the role of social media. You know how many times I've seen, I'm watching something on YouTube, and all of a sudden they say, recommended for you, recommended for you. It's like, why, why is this, why am I, why is this being recommended? You know the number of people, videos taken on the scene of somebody on a subway or a public bus or something acting like a damn fool and somebody comes up and gets him in a carotid restraint, rear naked choke, you know, whatever, and puts him down, and that's it. Doesn't sit there for 15 minutes, but just does it, and they're called a hero. The fellow on the ground comes to, a little bit dazed, all is forgotten. By the way, it's very dangerous because of comorbidity, where have we heard that term before, but a bad ticker or God knows what. We, we had a fellow here in New York who was who died at the hands of a police officer. They called it a choke because whenever you see something around the neck, even though there's no choking, choke holds are different than carotid space. I don't want to go into the difference between when you, you know, this, you know, the trachea versus a carotid space. But anyway. And in that case, nobody wanted to know the differences, but it, it didn't look good because this person died. But it turns out he perhaps died later on because of either asthma or a heart condition or something that his morbid obesity may have contributed to. The moral of the story is, don't do this. Why? For the, for the reasons I just gave you. But people keep thinking that because they have seen these videos before and they're into this Joe Rogan I don't want to say Joe Rogan. It's not his fault. I like Joe Rogan. I think Joe Rogan is great. I think he's done more to transform everything. But because they talk about it, Boss Rutan and all these other fellows, they, they, they get this impression that this is okay now. In fact, in bar fights now, nobody stands up and squares off. Now they're into takedowns. And you also see on social media, people being involved in body slams, Force down, head down. You can snap a neck. You can do a Christopher Reeve. You can do a, com- a cervical compression. This is this is nuts. So let me stop right there. Why is this interesting? Because you have to apportion it. It's not black and white. It's not apodictic. It's not Manichaean, good guy, bad guy. You've got a person who's mentally ill, but not so mentally ill that he is blameless, but he's still mentally ill and perhaps schizophrenic. And he's being, he hasn't been taken off the street. We can argue about why that is. You have an innocent family who says, look, you may not like him, but that's our relative. We love him. I understand that. But still, he's wreaking havoc. And you can't go up and scare innocent citizens and threaten people. You can't do this. So how do you balance compassion for the mentally ill with a belief in criminal justice and law and order? That's one. Then you've got somebody, this young man, who apparently tries to do the right thing. As far as we know, I guess I wasn't there. 
you weren't there. Well, we got some videos, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Because there's always more than just a video. And he might have thought he's doing the right thing, and he might have been in this mentality now because we're in the just cho- I've never seen so many chokeholds. I've never seen so much. In the old days, a submission hold in professional wrestling, of which I'm an expert in, it was the sleeper, Eddie Graham and all this stuff, figure four. I know it was a little bit kayfabe, but still. But now, now it's... I remember one time, somebody said this to me, when uh, Michael Bodden, forensic pathologist, was on with Sean Hannity, describing uh, perhaps what happened to Jeffrey Epstein. Hannity was going into this dissertation about, well, it's a rear naked joke. I guess he was in, this was the level of martial arts he was taking at the time. And this renowned expert, Michael Bodden, is saying, uh-huh, yeah, I know a little bit about that. And, you know, Bruce Lee here was explaining everything because we're fixated by this choke stuff because of MMA, because of ultimate fighting, and because of the internet. How do you get out of a choke? Why do you put people in a choke? What's the way that don't do? You see these these shorts. Don't do it. Here's how I get out of a choke. Choke, 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 choke. All we're talking about is choking. So what did this Marine do? Former Marine? I'll jump in. Wait a minute, I know what to do. You put him in a choke. Now listen. Second guessing is easy. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah, you know it, I know it, we all know it. But this is different different. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. You know what different means? Diffident? Nope. Anyway, this is different. This is different. This is something that's not really clear cut. And that by the way. And as much as I am a, uh, a believer in the Second Amendment and a fan of such, this is one of the reasons why I absolutely do not want open carry. Can you imagine if people had a gun? Can you imagine if somebody on that train saw this and said, well, I'll take care of this? What? Again, assuming there aren't some facts we don't know about, whatever motivates somebody to say, I'm going to not let go of this guy? Please tell me there's some other fact. Please tell me he really did let go. And by the way, look at the role also of how cameras play in this. What would have happened if there had been cameras in Dallas, Texas on November 22nd, 1963? Be a different story, wouldn't it? Be a big, big different story, whatever that weird English connotes. Chokeholds, choke. Wait till you hear it, and somebody's going to pick up on it. Oh, you watch about that. Choke, 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 choke. Don't do this. I'm never going to go into the physiology of asphyxiation. Not here. But it is very easy for things to go wrong. You've heard of auto erotic asphyxiation. You've heard of people who've done things that they... It's very easy. We always have this idea that to be to be hanged, not hung, well, it's, I know what you're thinking, hanged. If you, if you hang somebody and they die by, by a ligature around the neck, if that's the... You, they're, they're hanged. If they're hung, it means their body, perhaps once dead, or maybe it's just raised and dangling, that's hung. That's hanging. Okay? Different. Hanged human. Anyway, 
you know that. Who who knew there was so much about chokes? Let me ask you this question. And I want to see what your thoughts are. What is this Marine? Is he a hero? Is he a crazed vigilante? Is he a murderer? Is he a good Samaritan? Is he a good citizen? What would you do? You are the, let's say you're Alvin Bragg, the DA. Would you charge him with anything? Certainly he had no criminal intent at the time. Certainly it's obvious that his intention was to help and to render aid. But did he act excessively and is his negligence actionable? That's the issue. That's the issue. Now, aside from subscribing to this channel, which I appreciate, liking this video, which I appreciate, and hitting that notification buzzer bell thing so you'll be notified of new videos and live streams. I want you now, very carefully and very astutely, to think about what I've just said and comment as you see fit. 